The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Some facilities and activities originally planned for stage three have been moved forward, as I've said, to uh, open under stage two this Friday with the usual restrictions. And these include indoor recreation, fitness, and sports. That includes gyms, pools, and arenas, instrumental concerts, casinos and bingo halls which can operate without table games for the time being and arcades and video lottery terminals in restaurants and lounges so all of as i've said all of these activities must comply with alberta's public health guidelines including physical distancing frequent cleaning and use of face coverings where appropriate and there are sector specific guidelines that have been issued on the alberta BizConnect uh, website if you're looking for more details and if you're looking for more details, I urge you to go there. Uh, again, alberta.ca. There's a lot of questions coming in at 780-496-0063 about, uh, about different businesses, uh, you know, that are allowed to open in phase two. Uh, we'll get to some of those answers that I have for you. But again, if you're willing to take the time to go through all of the documents online, you'll find a lot of the answers there. Now, there was a big push to get gyms, especially private gyms, to reopen in phase Phase two instead of phase three. Shara Vijant is the owner of SVPT Personal Fitness, and she was leading that charge. One of the of a couple of people leading that charge. Uh, Shara, you must be just thrilled today. We we are so freaking excited. <laughs> we are having an emergency staff meeting right now to talk about how we're going to reopen safely and strategize so that we can get back to business. Now, Shara, I saw, you know, you were you were vocal online. You were vocal talking to your MLA and to other politicians. Tell us about this this process that you went through over the past number of weeks to to work towards this goal. Well, first and foremost, I respect what the public health officials have to say to protect us. I do not want to have to close down again. But when seeing that other businesses were opening up and where they placed gyms in phase three and then, um, you know, other services opening up where we felt as a personal training facility that we can distance and maintain the health protocols properly, um, I felt it just wasn't right that we weren't allowed to open. And not only just for physical health, but also mental health you know people's fitness is important for mental health and i and i saw a lot of clients out there suffering because they didn't have their fitness community so um you know i was also speaking out for them not just the business but but for our clients as well well, and it was interesting when uh, Dr. Hinshaw specifically talked about um, mental health yesterday, again, vocal on social media saying, okay, hey, almost calling her on it, saying that this goes hand in hand and also questioning why, you know, the hockey teams, why the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames were allowed to start uh, practicing again, but you couldn't open up your gym. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, listen, I'm all for hockey. I understand what hockey does. I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, but I'm also a small business and um, I just didn't feel it was fair that because they had more money that they could get, get to open and I couldn't. So it just didn't feel right to me. And yes, I was a little vocal about it, but I mean, I just want to be able to reopen and give the clients that I've been you know, working with for 12 years um, an opportunity to come back and work on their, on their health. So, Shara, I'm interested to know about what the past three months have been like uh, for you as you've tried to, you know, keep your business afloat, like so many other people out there have been trying to do. Um, it's been it's been a frustrating process, hasn't it? Yeah, um, emotional roller coaster. So, if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, you know that 
your entire identity and everything is tied into your business. So um, I'm not going to lie. There was many days where I just cried and <laughs> there was good days and there was bad days, but you get so tied to your business because it's just who you are. And, you know, for myself, I've worked 12 years to get my business going and keep it running and be some, you know, be one of the best businesses in Edmonton. And to have a possibility of, the, of losing it all was crushing. And so that, that, that lit a fire under my butt to advocate for us small gyms and small businesses to get open because we know and we are positive that we can follow the guidelines perfectly. Like with the way that our business model is, we know that we can be safe and make sure that our clients are safe and that our trainers are safe. So, Shara, what does that look like going forward? Um, the outlines or the guidelines have been put in place. What does that mean for smaller gyms like yours? So, I briefly looked at the guidelines because they were just put on the website. But, of course, we're going to go over it with a fine-tooth comb to make sure. But we were an appointment-based business already. So, you know, low traffic. We were already low traffic because we're considered like a private gym. So, we base everything on appointments. So, making sure that traffic is low and then making sure our sanitization and disinfectant um, protocols are in line with what the public health wants. So, making sure that all high-touch surfaces are disinfected between clients. Um, not sharing equipment, trainers are going to wear masks, um, and yes, the distancing is going to be huge, which is already what we've done. We don't we don't ever have more than, you know, on a busy day in my gym, there's never more than 20 people in here, and that's yeah. when on a super busy day, and that's what, what my business model was all about from the start, was privacy and no, not crowded. Um, you talk about wearing masks, about all the trainers wearing masks. What about the clients? I heard Dr. Hinshaw allude to the fact that depending on what kind of workout you were doing, whether it was a low intensity or a high intensity, that uh, the, the rules around that might be a little bit different. So what I've read so far is that our clients will not have to wear masks, that the trainers will, um, because most of the exercise that we do here is a little more high intensity. Um, you know, uh, I don't know about, you know, yoga and stuff like that. I'll have to look into that yep. more. But, yeah, our, our trainers are going to for sure wear masks because um, it's a safe thing to do. And it did mention so far on the guidelines that if you can't distance properly, then a mask is recommended. But high-intensity exercise, yeah, we won't, be wearing, uh, we won't get our clients to wear a mask for that. Okay, what about, uh, and I've asked, uh, you know, our last guest as well, is, you know, we know that a number of businesses out there now, you know, you talk about wearing the masks and the increased sanitization. Uh, how does that come into playing into your business model as far as those added costs already at a time when you haven't had a client in there, uh, your building yeah. has been sitting empty for three months? Yeah, that's a tough, it is a tough pill to swallow, like the increased cost of doing business for small businesses right now is going to be huge because of all the protocols that we have to follow and, and spend money on. Um, I mean, it's just one of those things either we're going to have to swallow or, you know, I can see a lot of businesses going under because of it. I've spent to date just getting ready for this reopening $3,000 already. And mm -hmm. because supplies are limited, lots of stuff on back order. So while we may be op able to open on Friday, we probably won't open till Monday. I've been I've been getting supplies over the past um, couple weeks, but but yeah, the increased cost is a huge dent for a small business. Absolutely, um, and I understand you heard from uh, your MLA today. Yes, Mr. Um, Honorable and Minister of Municipal Affairs Casey Madu. He has been wonderful. 
um, and he kept me apprised of what was going on. I submitted a proposal for a reopening strategy for gyms, um, and he's been very um, upfront and vocal with me and helping, you know, amplify my voice. Um, he was wonderful to work with, and to be honest, it was my first experience with a politician, so this was really, really, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, it was awesome. He was great. Like, he called me during the premier's address, actually in the middle of it, and uh, said that, you did a good job and, and um, give yourself a pat on the back because you were advocating and, and um, yeah, you helped us push this forward. Well, Shara, uh, congratulations. I know that you're chomping at the bit to get back at, at work like so many others are. And uh, I, can, I can hear the smile on your, on your face this afternoon. Uh, I think it's between, uh, you know, smiles and tears of joy as well. So, Shara, thanks for this. And uh, good job on using that voice of yours. Um, I, and I've had you yell at me in the gym before, so I know what that voice is like. Uh, thanks for this. Congratulations. Thank you so much. All right, take care. That's uh, Shara Vijant, the owner of SVPT Personal Fitness. Again, private gyms and gyms allowed to reopen in Phase 2 was originally in Phase 3, but uh, there was a chorus of voices, including hers, pushing for it to be moved up, and that is happening. Dr. Hinshaw asked today how gyms and rec centres can go about reopening safely. Here's what she said. We do have detailed guidance on that particular sector that's available on the website today, and essentially the guidance looks at the difference between low intensity activities and higher intensity activities and put some restrictions in place in terms of distancing measures which would be greater for higher intensity activities uh, for lower intensity activities the distancing of two meters would be adequate uh, with some enhanced measures for the regular cleaning of equipment uh, where there is possibility of people bringing their own equipment uh, such as if they're participating in a fitness class like yoga bringing their own equipment would be recommended and other other measures such as regular screening so anyone attending would need to uh, go through some screening to make sure that they're not ill uh, that they haven't been in close contact with someone who has COVID that they haven't returned from international travel in the last 14 days and so there's a list of those kinds of requirements and uh, the guidelines and measures that those business owners can take to ensure that their customers and their staff remain safe and again that's posted on the website if not already it will be later today. And again, uh, that website, alberta.ca, lots of information there. Some of you have been texting about certain uh, business types and about kids' summer camps. I found some information for you. Yes, kids' summer camps can open in Stage 2. They need to follow the updated day camps guidance. Uh, Tattoo parlors can open in Stage 2. They are a personal service. Uh, There is guidance that they have to follow, of course, as well. And about road tests, about uh, kids taking road tests, uh, uh, the, the government tells me that road tests are being prior to, prioritized to manage demand within available PPE supplies. Limited road testing is being conducted to support commercial drivers, including school bus drivers and healthcare workers. Alberta Transportation is working to resume road tests for all classes of driver's license. And again, more information on the website.